sex-positive space for mature audiences only. Tune in for intimate conversations surrounding a range of topics related to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. All the growing pains and orgasmic pleasures are presented uncensored in an open, honest, and vulnerable way. Let's dance together in orgasmic energy to expand your sexual pleasures and enhance that orgasmic life you were born to live. Get comfy and allow your body to relax in connection with me, Dragonfly, for the orgasmic pleasures you're about to experience. Hi, love. It fills me with tingles and warmth that you found your way here with me today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about breath, breathing, you know, the thing that you do with your lungs. It's pretty important. It's hugely important. Somebody doesn't think it's not important. You should stop doing it for a while, see what happens. (laughs) And we're going to get more to that here in a second. Yep. So what's been going on besides launching the podcast again? Jeez. Like, you think that's going to be easy? Oh, we've done this before. We'll just launch the podcast. Well, apparently a lot of things change in iTunes in five years. Has it really been five years? about that at four maybe time close to goes five by it's so been fast. it's been a while so i all the back end stuff changed i've i've been emailing going yeah i don't have that email anymore that was like four <laughs> emails ago could you so yeah it's been a project but it's up and awesome we're having fun and yeah. getting in the groove and so and then launching the membership area that's going really well thank you if you've already joined it's been you know i I want some feedback though i definitely want some Mm -hmm. feedback we're getting a little bit of feedback and i think that's awesome feedback helps us help more people it helps helps us help ourselves and it helps us help you so if you're a member and you're watching this video podcast right now hello um, and you would be able to see that, uh, I have my vulva around my neck. Actually, it's not my vulva. Nope. This is it's just a vulva. a vulva. And Libby made this. Libby is my erotic artist that I am starting to work with. Mm-hmm. She's the one, if you saw, uh, I posted a picture on Instagram and on MeWe. I'm going to post the picture because I just joined that platform, that social media platform. And she did a oil painting. It's my first oil painting I've ever had. And it was an oil painting of us. Mm-hmm. And Hanging above us right now. It is. It's a little out of shot for the camera, sorry. Yeah, so you're not going to be able to see that right now. <laughs> but you're going to be able to see it on Weemi. And if you're in the membership, I'm going to have it there as well. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be doing stuff for us. Mm-hmm. And people can get things that are specific to them. Personalized. Personalized and, stuff. Yeah. And it was really exciting to do that. So she also made this back to the vulva, um, and I gotta make sure it keeps facing forward because we decided that facing forward vulvas yep. are the way you're they supposed to. Be, right? When podcasting, you should always have your vulva, <laughs> vulva facing facing forward. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm wearing that today. It's really awesome. Uh, I think this might be something that we're gonna be doing more of. I wanna, I wanna make some vulvas. You wanna make vulvas? Yeah. I want to pour out some of my creativity into making a vulva. Interesting. And also, I've been working on something else with Libby. Uh, I almost announced it and I can't, but it has to do with vulvas. And I'm really excited about it. It does, and it's exciting, and it's very cool. And it's very cool. And, yeah. 
So I've been working on that. So Libby and I have been working really close together. So you'll hear that name again. Yes. Absolutely. Somebody else I've been working with recently, uh, Dax. He is a part of Pyrogasmic Love, Mm -hmm. and he is going to be teaching some pleasure tool information, Mm -hmm. which if you don't know what pleasure tools are, sex toys. I just like it better. Because... Because they're tools. They're, they're tools not toys. To enhance your it's pleasure. Serious like business. Toys. That shit is some serious business mm-hmm. sometimes. I know. Like, I get down. I, and you've got toys. some tools. Like, I I, those tools. things are not toys. No. <laughs> right? So, we've got some things evolving in our world. Absolutely. Busy, busy, busy. Ah, overwhelmed a little bit. A lot, but that's okay. <laughs> like, when you feel like you need... Six set of eyes and six set of hands and six set of brains to be collaborating and thinking and producing. It's really hard when it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a lot of lessons, a lot of learning. Mm-hmm. And it has definitely helped us grow. And we know that growth is uncomfortable sometimes, a lot of times. Always, right? really. If it's real growth, some part of it's going to be uncomfortable. That's whether it's physical growth, mental growth, emotional growth. You always got to work through a little bit of the unpleasantness yeah. to get through to the good stuff. So, yeah, it's part of it. But that's what's been going on with yeah. us. It's getting colder and it, it is in Florida. So in you Florida. might see us covered up a little bit here soon. We might have to start wearing clothes. No, I know it's terrible. We we are spoiled, and so for all of our our uh, viewers and or listeners. Uh, who live up north and you think we're wimps, we are. And we, we fully are. We accept are. it. Uh, we are both, I'm from upstate New York, she's from Missouri. We are both grew up in the cold. We know what the cold is. Uh, just chose that not to live there and have fully adapted to hot summers and humid weather and am now a wimp. Uh, I'll admit it. Like, I don't handle cold like I used to. But I have my perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Really no more than 50 degrees or lower, right? Right, like, yeah. No, no less. bottom. And then my top, I really like mid-80s. That's really good for me. And also maybe low 90s sometimes, <laughs> not all the time. And then the Florida gets like over 100 yeah. with the humidity, which, you know what, everybody, you may not realize if you're not in Missouri, but Missouri has a lot of humidity and it's hot and it really has all four seasons. So it's not like I don't know about it. Right, right. Florida is just a little different with the heat and the... And also something, we have an outside shower because we live nude. And it's amazing, except when it's like, you know, 42 degrees (laughs) and you have to go outside to take a shower. Not that we don't have an inside shower. We just don't like either. We like to shower outside. We like to shower outside. So sometimes it's it's a little chilly. But it's really cool because of all the, when the steam, have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so cool. It's like last night I was like, no, go out there, get the shower started, but don't turn it off. Because when I walked in, it was like. <sighs> kind of holds all the steam. And it's the pretty steam. neat. It's really cool. Okay. So let's talk about breath. Let's do that. You know, it's Can funny. Can I tell the funny story about you when you went to school and started learning about breath? Because it's my favorite yeah. thing on this topic. Because you, you were out of school <laughs> and you called me and you were like. Did you know that breath is really important? And I was like, yeah. You know, try you, not doing it for a and while. I'm like, and you're no. like, no. <laughs> I'm like, 
kind of like vital. It's not just important. And you were like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. And I just, I'll, we've joked about that for years since then because it's that's my favorite. Like, yeah, no, it's it's pretty important. But it's also connected to all these other things that you're so that you talk things. about. At the time, other I was than learning. just keeping us alive. Right. Yeah. You have to breathe to live, and you know there's a lot of positives to breathing besides living. But what I was learning is how it enhanced your arousal, how it enhanced your life to relax your body and arouse your body. I was learning all of those those techniques and different things, and I just I never really connected all of that and what's interesting is every single person I've worked with even if they're yogis even if you're doing yoga and you have heavily practiced breath during Mm -hmm. yoga practices right Right. there's still a disconnect that seems to be with like your sex sex is always left shit sex is always left out right we kind of compartmentalize it we put it in a box and we're like, no, that's, that's just that. All this other stuff is good for me, all these other places, but that that's separate, you know, uh, which but is silly. But it's not. But it's not. But also, like, if you're practicing breath in yoga, you could be doing that for years. It's very different breath. Some of it's the same that yeah, you teach. Yeah, some breaths absolutely, are the same. Absolutely very same. similar to but the same. But some of them are very different because most of the time in yoga, you're not trying to get aroused. So you're not trying to, like build up that kind of energy True. <laughs> it's a little True. different can't say but, that i haven't been around but then again yoga. i guess there's different kinds of yoga too right. maybe there's kinds that they do that type of breathing to i don't know and i also have to say that we're we're not always exactly in charge of what's happening in our bodies and you might get aroused it's kind of like i remember and this is totally off topic but before i really knew about cox and how penises worked with blood flow and how right. all of that worked, right? I remember in seventh grade, going back quite a bit, in seventh grade, I was in art class, which one of my favorite classes. I loved art. Loved my art teacher, Miss Luna. That would be awesome if you're watching or listening. But she was an amazing art teacher. Like, she really, really celebrated our creativity no matter what it looked like, no matter what it was. Awesome. Like, she was just an awesome woman. And... I remember one of the boys in our class got up and he had sweatpants on. Got it. And he had, oh, total hard on. And I, he was like trying to block it. And I was thinking to myself, well, does he know he got a hard on? Like, did every, (laughs) did anybody else see that? Like, you know, and it's totally embarrassing in seventh grade, especially all of our shit, Absolutely. Oh, middle school is the worst. Are you kidding? But it's like that. Sometimes our bodies do things. They get aroused. It has to. It has, exactly. It has to. (laughs) So. How it functions. Maybe you've gotten aroused during yoga. That's okay. Yes. That's, that's totally okay, right? But, but. How do we use this breath every day in our life? We know that it's important in bed. We may not be breathing in bed like we need to to enhance all our, our arousal. But how is it important also, which we're going to get to the bed, the sexy time in the bedroom here in a second. How is it important to use it in everyday life? And I think that was something that has not only supported using it in the bedroom more and enhancing that, but it's supported me 
being more centered, being more calm, having, having a lot more for myself in everyday life. So out of the bedroom, because we've been practicing, we've been practicing a lot of breath techniques Oh yeah. together. Would you like to share what it's like, you know, using different, what areas of your life, what it's like using I, outside the bedroom? Yeah. Um, probably the, the biggest one for me is the way that it immediately affects your nervous system. And I use it all the time to get myself out of a stress response. Um, it okay. is the one that I use. Yeah. And I use down-regulating breath that you taught me. And I understood the concept because it's a biological concept. I understand the stress response when something happens, all the things that get triggered, our biology does all these things. And those things don't turn off until it thinks it's safe. So somebody cuts you off in traffic. Somebody does something in it or you get upset or because we are such lovely creatures with big brains that allow us to literally cause the stress response by thinking. Yay. <laughs> what a pleasant That's option fun. that was. <laughs> um, we can cause our own stress response and get ourselves into a, you know, a bit of a tizzy and simply doing that breath and immediately affecting my nervous system. And by deep breathing, you're saying, nope, we're good, it's fine. Everything's good. And that shuts off instead of bathing in those stress hormones. And that makes such a big difference. Um, when I started this work, I was still commuting. So I had an hour drive each way. So I got a lot of practice with this uh, in the car. So I tend to use that as an example because that's when I focused on it a lot because it was an easy place to do it. And it's amazing how much better I felt at the end of my drive if I practice that throughout, if something happened, rather than getting upset and sitting in that throughout the drive. You know when you get, you have an hour drive, somebody cut you off in the beginning and you get home and you're you're still pissed about it and you're like gonna tell people about the guy who cut you off yeah. 50 minutes ago, like. Yeah, who are you gonna, right. What, who, all you that did. That person probably doesn't even realize they did it. Right. Maybe they do, maybe they do Maybe don't. they really have to poop, you don't know. <laughs> That's I. That's always that's my first go to because if I did, I'd be like I'd be cutting motherfuckers off too. It's okay. It's okay. So, but being able to just breathe and bring down my stress response after something happens, you know, like I said, in traffic, wherever, it's amazing when you get to the end and go, yeah, like I'm. I came into it with in a good mood and out in a good mood, like. Awesome. awesome. Um, rather than letting it get to me. So uh, that's one place, like I said, that's where I practice. So it's where I tend to think of it. But. Yeah, for me, I, I would say very similar. Any stressful situations I have implemented immediately. Like now, I, I don't even think I'm thinking about it anymore. In right. the beginning, <laughs> I had to think about it. Like I had to consciously go, you got to breathe now. You got to breathe now. Mm -hmm. You got to do this. You got to do this type of breath. Like picturing it, seeing it, doing it, feeling it, everything in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then it just becomes, it becomes my habit right. because my body knows, oh, we're getting a little stressed out right now. We're having a little anxiety. We need to breathe mm -hmm. <laughs> because I practice so much and it's like, I will be frustrated and let me tell you, there's two things that frustrate me a whole lot. One is left lane drivers. 
<laughs> like, I know we all got the same education driving as we grew up. Like, what is the left lane for? She's right? been working what on is... her breathing and while driving as well. I have. <laughs> and it's and it has, a, has definitely helped. The other thing is my computer. Sometimes I'm very frustrated with my computer. My you computer, have a weird relationship with technology. You I always do. have. I do. So. And my, my computer will frustrate me. Why aren't you doing this? I did this. This is what's supposed to happen. <laughs> and so I don't know if you've seen it, but I've literally, you've probably seen over, over the computer because we usually sit not like this. We have a little bit more. We sit at the ends and look at each other working. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <sighs> okay, I'm going to take some deep cleansing breaths first, and then I'm just going to sit and breathe. And I literally feel my shoulders drop a little bit lower. I feel my whole body sink in, and, and I'm almost like, okay, never mind getting up and moving and, you know, adjusting right. myself. Right. But really pulling that in and using that, I think, is... So I would have to say, yeah, stressful situation and anxiety has been, has been a really, the other thing I notice when I do it, and we're going to get to this in a different podcast, but when I hold space, when I'm holding space, mm, I stay one. connected yeah. with my breath. That's, that's another time yeah. that I do. Yeah. When we're having deep conversations, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's why I always go back to my driving example of this is because that's where I practiced and by the time I got done commuting it was a practice it was part of my <laughs> everyday life and so I catch myself doing it all the time but I don't think about doing it like you said yeah. so and that's a good one that when we're having really like vulnerable conversations we both tend to breathe very deeply yeah. and connected so um, that's a good one yeah that's yeah, definitely helps. Think about that so I do have to say that one of the things that I want to bring up about breathing, there's so many things to learn about <laughs> breath, like what it what it does for the body, you know, enhancing blood flow and all kinds of things. But one of the things we think about is nose and mouth breathing. It's something mm-hmm. when you're learning how to breathe, you're going to use one or the other or both, or right? Right. And the nose. Nose. The nose, the nose. I love the nose. It's our front line defense in air pollution, which is amazing. You have a built-in system to filter out. Filter out. Biological filter. Now, obviously, we're you know there might be so much you can't filter it out. But every filter has its limits. But that is your best filter system. Yes. But breathing through your nose directly affects your central nervous system. Like you said, it calms everything down, and so. When we think about sex, let's think about that first. Think about it quite a bit, actually. Right, I know you do. Okay. If you've heard, his drums beat quite loud. <laughs> and if you don't know about that, listen to I think it's some the first episode. <laughs> first, your one, first or second episode, you'll hear about his drums. But when you think about your nose during sex, think about things that enhance arousal. Smell is one of them. Mm-hmm. And your nose is literally the olfactory system, breathing in, smelling everything, transmits sense to your conscious mind, which then enhances arousal. So when I breathe, 
I know different teachers will teach it differently, and mm -hmm. some people will go in and out of the nose a lot, some people in and out of the mouth. And you know what? When you're learning, do what's comfortable when you first start right. out. Don't worry about doing it in and out of the nose or in and out of the mouth. or You know, do what's comfortable to start out. Yeah. But when I think about this, the nose, and smelling and then those pheromones hit my body and like as I'm thinking about it now I'm just like mm. <laughs> <sighs> like just smelling your skin enhances that arousal for mm -hmm. me so if we think about like breathing during sexy time right I consciously breathe more through my nose than I ever do through my mouth well, didn't you also say there's erectile tissue in the nose? Oh, like, yeah. Like, isn't there so that... We have erectile tissue in places we have no idea Right, about. right. So I would guess that that gets stimulated if you're breathing a lot through your nose or maybe breathing faster through your nose. So that's part of that whole thing. So it makes right. sense to me. Yeah. So it just enhances. And, and, and I also have a funny story about when I first started integrating some of the breath techniques that I was learning. And it was like, it's an, it's an, it's an up arousal breath. Right. So we're enhancing, we're bringing the arousal up, we're elevating the body, we're creating tension in the body. And right. I'm not, I'm not going to get into what tension, you know, because you're like, well, that you know, tension is bad. <laughs> no, not always. And you need, you need relaxation and tension in right. the body. You can't release orgasm. without tension. Right. Yeah. So when I talk about building that up. Just, you might need to practice it by yourself first, but then warn your partner when you start integrating it. Yes, because when they start doing weird breathing patterns in the middle of sex, you think that they're having some kind of episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. And I stopped. <laughs> and he stopped. Whoa. Whoa. You okay? Is, there, is everything okay? Yeah, why'd you yeah, stop? I'm just enhancing my arousal. And you're like, okay. You got to warn somebody <laughs> before you go into practicing your stuff. Like, you got to warn me. Some weird, quick pattern breath that, like, yeah, it was, like, two in, one out. Like, it was, yeah, it was, I, I, it was just a change, and it threw me off. So, yeah, you should tell your partner you're practicing new stuff. Definitely. Yeah. But if you notice how much I do it now. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time because I have got. No, a I like when you down. do it now because I know that it it's part of my read on you. Really? Um, actually, yeah. Like okay. I can tell. Like if you start doing that, I'm like, oh, got it. We're there. Okay. Like, yeah, so that's yeah. one of your non-verbal non feedback yep. cues that you go for. Is she breathing? Oh, right. Okay. And what type? And what? Yeah. Wow, you got a you got a lot. There's a lot things. going on. There's a lot. It's very busy. <laughs> a lot of things to pay attention to. A lot of moving parts. It's a skill. It totally is. That's a like skill. we keep saying. You can't just you don't know this stuff inherently. You gotta no. you gotta learn it. No, you don't. That's the thing. And you know, we. I have mean, to we know how to breathe. Live. We know how to breathe instinctively. Obviously. Well, that even changes but from that when changes, you're a baby. Right. As you get older, you, we change. And some of that society, some of that is clothing. Some of that is all these different things that play into it. But we, uh, yeah, as we are born breathing properly. 
Belly, from your belly, belly breath. Belly breath. Uh, and let's say efficiently. Let's not say properly. Efficiently, using your full lung. The most effective way the to breathe. The most effective way to breathe. Um, and then we kind of screw it up from there, but... Well, stress constricts, like mm-hmm. you say, clothes, all of those things. And we just start holding our breath, really. We're not breathing even in our... Ch- like I'm still working on holding breath during orgasm. Like, you all, like, coming Holding up. your breath or not holding your breath? Because you say, are you so, still working on holding your breath? I, I hold... <laughs> I don't think you got to work on that. I hold my breath too, like, you too do, much. You do, too much. Yeah. And you always tell me to breathe. Breathe. And then it breaks my concentration. <laughs> so I'm working on it. It's hard sometimes. It's a practice. Uh, but, yeah. So... I don't... We don't need to talk. But <laughs> when you're like, I totally lost my concentration for just a second. It's back, though. It okay, came back. Good. good. The thing is, is most people do hold their breath way too right. much. Right. Way and that's why much. I said that. Because it's something that, as especially for our members, as you're going through the, the, the playlist and going through the breath work, and you start to be aware of how you breathe during sex and what you're doing. I wasn't. If you said, hey... You hold your breath during sex. I was like, no, I don't. what are you talking about? Like, I'm still alive. I can't be holding it for too long, right? So, but learning it and getting aware and paying attention. and But some of it's really hard. Some of it's easy to pick up. Some of the, like the down-regulating and being able to get out of stressful situations. It's easy to learn. It's super effective. Instant. Awesome. Yay. Some of them takes a little longer because especially something like, oh, I don't know, breathing during orgasm, which I have done the same apparently since you started what, 12. Is that when you 13, started jerking off? When think you were so. 12? If my memory serves me, which <laughs> it rarely <laughs> does. 12, I think. Um, right yeah, in there. Yeah, that's a lot of programming. I mean, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of practice because I practice a lot. Right? So that's a lot of practice that I'm now trying to change it. 43 years old so yeah well so i just want to let everybody know it's not always easy. the other thing is <laughs> as we no, it's not and the other thing <laughs> is we need to find the way it works best for us so mm-hmm. like just like i say in all of the lessons you know i'm giving you the information i'm showing you how to do things but you're going to play with it with your own body so let's just say we're in bed we're starting to play around. We're starting to touch each other. We're starting to kiss. You know, we're starting to have some pre-sex. And I'm breathing. Mm-hmm. Right? That may change. That same breath may shift a little bit faster or a little bit slower depending on what I'm trying to do or where I'm at in my arousal cycle. Right. So you're going to fa- feel that out for yourself. And it may not look the same all the time, and that's totally okay. Right. But I like playing with it. Mm-hmm. I still play with it. Absolutely. That's that's the best part of this, is that it's something you do all day, every day. <laughs> so it's really easy to practice different ways of doing it, if you think about it. You breathe constantly, 24 hours a day. You have to. So... <laughs> You might as well play with it sometimes and see what you can do with it. It's, it's fun stuff. Most definitely. But be careful with it. Some of, some of the breath work can make you dizzy, things like that. Like yep. always, always be safe. Always listen to your body. Yeah. 
Like, especially when you're really tapped in, especially when you, you feel in your body completely. And I, I was actually surprised that there was a time in my life where I didn't even really know that I wasn't completely feeling in my body. I really wasn't. Right. Until I completely, or at least I feel like now, I feel way more in my body. I'm actually hoping that it keeps enhancing itself and it keeps becoming stronger and stronger and those feelings get more intense for myself. And breathing has definitely enhanced that. You know, I feel like breathing is one of the most sexy things you can do during sex. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of a lot of sexy things that involve breath. You know? like Oh, absolutely. Because when we're breathing, we're enhancing blood flow. Mm-hmm. We're increasing arousal and sensation. Mm-hmm. And we're having longer and stronger orgasms. Mm-hmm. All reasons to breathe. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I think it's pretty damn sexy. Uh-huh. It, and it's, like I said, it's probably for ease of getting into, like, what's going to enhance things quickly and without too much, like, changing your breath up and doing that. You, I mean, you tell me all the time, your clients are always going, like, oh, my God, I didn't know this. Like, all I did was change this and all, like, so. You it, may not think breathing is easy. sexy. Right. What? What? Right. But it really is because it enhances <laughs> you in so many ways. From foundational health benefits and wellness to increasing arousal in bed and all of the other stuff that goes along with that. Absolutely. Like, it really, really, really is beneficial. And I'm so thankful that I found it when I did. Like, I always think to myself, God, I really wish I would have found this when I was like, you know, 23 or something. But I'm just glad I found it when I did because Mm -hmm. I think anytime you can integrate something that's this beneficial into your life, to create that orgasmic life for yourself. Um, it doesn't matter when it is. As long no. as you find it, as long as you come to it at some point. Like, you know, we can't live in regrets that we didn't have it. Because we didn't have it. Now we do. Now we do. Right? Do the most you can with it. So what is one of your... I want to see... Ooh, I'm going to ask you to demonstrate for me. Okay. What, are, what is one of your breasts that you use the most? Probably, probably the down-regulating breath is probably the one I use the most. Um, Just to relax. And to relax. To, do you, do you use that to I, bed my, too? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, Yay, that was a good answer because <laughs> I would have been like, you need to be using that breath. I, I do. Um, I will use it during foreplay uh, because I get excited. And I move too fast and all of those things. So um, when I realize that's happening, which I'm trying to be much more aware of, uh, as that's happening, I will, you'll hear me take big deep breaths. And, and I remember there were a couple times you're like, you all right? Because you thought I was sighing. And I was like, nope, just down regulating. And you're like, oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I think that that's probably the one I use most often. I, I don't have much trouble upregulating myself, so um, it's calming myself down is, yeah. is something more I use, which is the long inhale, hold, 
long exhale. Awesome. Uh, for me, I tend to use upregulating breath a little bit more as I know that I am getting ready, you know, for some sexy mm -hmm. time. I will integrate a little bit of more down-regulating, relaxing breath, just creating that that blood flowing, just tapping in, just centering myself, getting into my body just mm -hmm. a little bit more before I connect with your body, right? But then as we start connecting, I immediately go into... And even that can speed up or slow down. Right. But I'm constantly in that breath I noticed. Right. And so that's probably the one I use the most. Nice. That would have been my guess from my observation, but I don't always notice your breathing, but Good. I, I did notice that, that one. That, <laughs> <laughs> then that tells me you're more into you. Right. So breath's important. It is. I'm going to go back to that. It is. It Just is. like when I said we to you on the phone, do you realize how important breath is? <laughs> I thought I did. I will show you how important <laughs> breath is. So if you're not breathing, you need to breathe. It is vitally important for outside of the bedroom and inside of the bedroom. And if you want to learn more about breath, mm -hmm. I encourage you to head over to puregasmiclove.com and check out the membership area. We just launched it. There's more content being added all the time. I'm really trying, and it's it's a lot, and it's awesome, and I'm really <laughs> excited about it. And so there's actually a Fundamentals of Breath playlist that you can check out. Um, yeah. We'll see you over there. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please keep listening. Hit subscribe, check it out, listen to it. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, you want to leave a review, please do on iTunes. And also, you can email us directly, podcast at puregasmiclove.com. And we will try to integrate whatever it is you want us to talk about into our personal life. Because the podcast is really about... Our you know, interaction with all our this Our interaction stuff. with yeah. everything. Because... That's important, too. It's important mm -hmm. to know how people are really using this stuff. Yeah. When you read it in a book, you're like, okay, I get the theory or whatever. But until you put it into practice, you know, I say with my clients all the time, it, it's an experiment of N equals one, meaning you're the experiment. You got to take it and play with it and try it and, and see what happens. So uh, it's always nice to have that little variation. It is. So thank you for joining us. We look forward to playing in your ear holes soon. Oh, I like that one. <laughs>